Mavro. Mavro. Hi guys, welcome back to Mavro Talks Love, Sex and Relationships. On this episode, we are discussing fetishes. Um, this time around, I have with me... Hazel. JJ. I'm Alex. Steph. Jamie. Emily. Dictionary definition of a fetish is pretty much like an an overly sexual attraction to a specific thing that can be an object that can be clothing that can be a body part it can literally be anything i think a lot of the time people feel like they don't have fetishes because they're not like into feet or they're not into like bdsm or they're not into like water sports you know what i mean or whatever the case may be is but yeah it's there yeah, it's usually class fetish a fetish is something like unusual like not, yeah. not the social norm i have a foot fetish um, to the point where <coughs> I've never slept with someone that has bad feet. Like, it ju- I just can't. What's, what, what's a bad foot? So I like um, the normal size alignment of toes. So it goes down okay. in the right order. Yeah, so it's like rainbow. Toes, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, that's rainbow. <laughs> yeah. And no, it, the rainbow's just, arch. That's so bad. Well, coming... Half, half, like half rainbow. Descending toes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's more just like how they look, how they feel, soft feet, you know, mm-hmm. clean feet, like hygiene. Yeah. A woman that looks after it. Presentation. You like like toes painted? Yeah, 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 yeah. Toes painted. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be painted. It's more, I think it's the shape. I like an arch as well. You need a good arch in your foot. No dance to speak. Okay. 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 Let's see, yeah. Let's see. For sake. Mm. <clears throat> you have the girl of your dream. Yeah. And her <laughs> foot mash up. Mash up. Like one athlete foot. She's like, she's built like a vulture. It's not going to run, bro. I wouldn't yeah. even sleep with her. I can't. So, so. But like, insects, you're not looking at her foot. No, but I am. I purposely go to look at her feet at some point. Beginning, during, like I want to see her toes curl while I'm fucking on. So right. if you're beating and then during sex you see, are you gonna stop? No, I'm not stop. What? No, Whoa. I see. I yeah. check that before we even have sex, bro. It's like I'm second now. I feel like we're all at Jamie. I've got foot fetish too in it. Yeah. And mine's exactly the same thing. Like I need to pre-know your foot's calm before I can engage with certain <laughs> shit. It's, like it's, it's not. It's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not even. It's not even about where like your cock. I don't know because Jamie might be different, but I'm not like consciously looking at a foot whilst I'm having sex. Mm-hmm. Like they are there. I like if you're a missionary small. and I'm holding your leg and yeah. all I see is bare, just like rough skin and you know, yeah. it's just like I'm not doing a checklist beforehand, innit? I'm not doing that. Actually, I'm doing How a checklist, you but not, I'm yeah, not looking your at checklist just don't include. Yeah, yeah, just don't include. How yeah. would you like cock the feet? And then, but if you if you think, oh god, no, then how do you? get I got out a technique. I don't know about yeah, you, you but I if I'm talking to a girl. At some point, we're going to kind of be talking about like what's bigger turn on, bigger turn on. That's my way to like introduce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, so you can't let her know that you're checking her feet? Not let her know, but more, it's more subtle. It will kind of be like, oh, yeah, I can't stand someone that has really big hands and feet. Yeah. And then they usually respond with, well, that's not a problem because man's got really nice. And I'll be like, well, can I see? Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I need to judge that. And then usually you'll get a pick. I'm not going to And at that. that point, it's lit. <laughs> I, 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 kind of, I kind of go with the same ethos in the sense that I'm like, all right, cool. Like massages. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, I like massage. I'm like, all right, cool. So I can massage, massage your feet. Oh, yeah, I've got nice feet. So you can massage it. Let me see. 
Or sometimes... But what, like, if she, what if she back out of foot? You're ready there, oil your hand, hands No, no, no. Ready. During conversation, foot. I'll be like, oh, show me, send me a picture. Oh, okay, So this okay, is during okay, conversation. Okay, okay. Like, this See, is like... Yeah, come so, on. Show me your foot. So, <laughs> but sometimes, <laughs> I'm just level. like... You can tell a lot about some woman's foot, you know? Show me a toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, can, you can tell. How she maintains it, it's like, you can tell... So do your foot fetishes progress past you enjoying the visual of the foot? Massively. 100%. Of, what kind of? I'll let you start off, Jay. I enjoy foot wanks a lot. Um, I'll second that. I I think, and it's <laughs> you don't necessarily <laughs> have to know <laughs> what it is. <laughs> 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 it's it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you don't. don't have to know you, yeah, it's not a thing where um, it's more just in emotion, and it's I can direct you on where to put your feet or how to position your feet. Do you assist? I assist, I can assist, and if I enjoy watching <laughs> a woman play with herself while I'm, she's moving her feet or I'm directing her feet in the right way, like that kind of, even like touching her breasts and stuff like that, it's, yeah, I like it. I, if I'm like cuddling up with someone, I'd much rather like you be there, I be here, and you just hold my foot. I don't have like a foot fetish, yeah. but I like... Hold your foot. Yeah. yeah. Hold your but with their hands. Does anyone else have a fetish then? I don't think that I've got a fetish, but I'm definitely turned on by like noise um not necessarily a man talking or, or whatever but like hearing the bass in their voice or the the breathing the grunting like i like like grunting. <laughs> well, we're gonna get an example Imagine. there yeah. <laughs> Very wet. Very wet, kind Very wet. Of. yeah i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah just yeah all in that area i feel like yeah. something to throw in there how do we all feel about water sports if we don't know what water sports is, that is just a whole lot of pee. Mm. Oh, On well, thank you. Giving, <laughs> involving, peeing inside somebody. Like, I'm real <laughs> good. Like, no, Definitely yeah. not. Absolutely none. <laughs> yeah, like, that don't sound like fun to me. That don't. Like, what if, what if, if me and you were together and I was like, I really want you to pee on me. It's fun for me. Could you do it? Would you do it? I mean, maybe for husbands, like, but like I It's not on the bed, like, hit me on the side and that. So you just all over the carpet? Yeah, doesn't it? It go, in it? 
And she used to. And then what happens after that? Once that's done, she what, just what? goes in the bathroom and she just. I don't know if she swallowed it or she spat out. What? what? In her house? Yeah. Did you My find it? My friends had a sugar daddy that would pay her to, like, he would take her to dinner. And then he would have this hotel room. He would pay her to go upstairs to, and um, pee in the bathroom and then not flush. And that was it. Like, hmm? what do you do when he. I, he was like, <laughs> there would be like a camera set up. He would film oh. her just peeing. And then he would tell her not to flush. And then she would collect money off the bed and leave. Um, what a life. That, know, was, that, that was their relationship. In that moment, that did you find it easy to pee? Yeah, come on. Because I was it was after I was getting there, didn't it? And then, yeah. Oh, see, I can't just what piss like that once I'm mad hard. Like, yeah. You know when your brain's in sex mode, it's in like sperm lane, like it's not in the pee lane. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I needed to piss in it. So she gave me head and then oh. she's like, oh, I need to go to the toilet. She's like, just piss, on, just piss on in my mouth. Yeah. How'd you react at first? In my head, I was like, Rock, you're a freak. <laughs> <laughs> I know that I cool, made sense. Isn't it? I, I don't have to leave. Laziness. Yeah, so I was like, I feel like fetishes is definitely like, it's a mental thing. As opposed to, you know, like yeah. growing up, you can be weirdly attracted to just like shit for no fucking reason, and then it turns into this like sexual. Because mm. in reality, being actually just pissing on somebody, like just like bare bones of it, mm. it's disgusting. Do you get what I'm saying? But that humiliation side plays into it. Why do you want to be that? What like? Do you get what I'm saying? All of those other things, I guess, like play into. Yes. If a man asked me to pee on him, I'd be like, baby, no, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 I met a guy who asked me to like sort of financially dominate him because he got gratification from that mm. and like he wanted me to to be his dom in general and treat him like shit and call him names and all that which is not really how I'm set up as a person um I like to consider myself like an old like African auntie before my time so <laughs> I, call, I treat everybody like they're like my nieces and nephews and my babies I'm I'm real affectionate like and he's just I, when he asked me and he like kept referring to himself as a dog and like talking about himself like yeah shit I was just like now what makes you feel like that babe let's talk like I feel like you're going through shit like I just want to be there for you like we don't send have me to the money to you <laughs> I also like just feel uncomfortable with the idea of somebody paying me in any kind of way for whatever sexual gratification mm. they might get because I'm gonna feel like a prostitute, so I'm just not gonna do it. So did you do it? You didn't do it. I didn't do it. Oh, I'm not set up like that. Okay. I hope you find. <laughs> so you're set up like that. Yeah. Do you know what? Oh, 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 I saw it. Oh, it. Oh, 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 the thing about it is it was race based, and oh no, no, sorry, is it a negative to kind of fetishize a specific race or is that just a preference? I personally don't think it is. It is an issue. No, I don't I don't personally think it is because I've been someone who once was like really attracted to like dark skinned men. Um so I and I know that I'm I'm not doing I don't have there's no badness behind that. So I can't My preference has definitely changed over the years. What's your preference now? Now I've got a bit, a bit of a range. <laughs> but and when I grew when, growing up, mm. I only dated white girls. Okay. And that wasn't because I just was around more than mm. to like, that's all I kind of saw in it. Mm. And then I got into a relationship with my first white girl and I've never been in a relationship with white girls since then. I've, <laughs> I've only dated like mixed race black girls or like Asian, like it's been all over. Now it's just a spectrum in it. As long as it's like, I hear that. 
That's what I say. I don't it's think it's a so much of a fetish. It's more of a preference. Yeah, like I've got a preference, which is black girls, but I'm not saying I wouldn't go mm-hmm. elsewhere. But I wouldn't say it's okay, a fetish so much. Where it becomes like a problem for me yeah. is like the source of those kinds of because fetishes we said before are psychological. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like for certain white men, they have the fetish for black women, and it comes from some sort of like idea that it's somehow taboo or like it's it's freakier to be yeah. with somebody of a different mm-hmm. race which is where i think a fetish is a problem like if you only want to fuck me because you think mm. it's like you're breaking some kind of rule or it's mm-hmm. naughty or you want to fucking disappoint your parents and... exotic yeah like that shit to me is somewhat offensive like for you <laughs> wanting to be with black with dark-skinned <laughs> black men that's just the love for your people mm-hmm. but that don't really count like yeah. mm-hmm. naturally like evolutionarily we should want to be with people that are like us in order to perpetuate our own like uh, traits in our kids and shit like that. So that just makes sense to me. But then when it becomes a thing of like, oh, I really want to fuck. I just want to be with white men because um, I want to have light skinned kids or I want to be with black black women. Or I want to be with black women because I I hear they're just dirtier and bad or whatever. Like porn as well. Porn made that so much worse because every guy from a different race that talks to me thinks I'm going to throw down and do a madness in bed. Like, you don't know me. I could be shit. I might just lie there like a flag. You don't know my business. (laughs) Oh, someone that needs to go (laughs) Say too much. I know a person. A crazy no, no, no. A crazy fetish. (laughs) A crazy fetish. Um, I can't remember the word of it, but it's people that like vomit. Oh, and that was like, oh my goodness. You know about this? You like no, it, don't no, you? No, 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 no. I didn't know about this. You're, oh. you're educating me right now. Yeah, that, it's actually got a name. I can't remember, but yeah, that's just... He wanted you to vomit. No, he made me vomit. But I... Made yeah. Oh, no, yeah. like with his oh, like this. Like, no. like yeah. he just oh, your throat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there different. was a bit of deep throat going on. And you know when like there's the little... Yeah. And then no, he, he went it. and yeah. I actually vomited. point where they literally like hold you down so much that you... They want you to like throw up. That's yeah. calm, not calm, but like. No, it wasn't calm. It wasn't no. calm. <laughs> <laughs> it's chain. All of a sudden, it's chain. Yeah. No, I thought you meant you just vomit and someone like see but you there, vomit. But there are people that like that. <laughs> no, but not while you're doing what you was doing. I thought you just meant you randomly vomit, but you're, you do your well, that's actions. That's part of the fetish. It's not necessarily, it doesn't have to be through that oh, that makes you vomit. Yeah, you should no, just I've, I've, I've actually had a guy ask me to stick my fingers down my throat and be sick for it. That's different. No. To whom it may concern, what's the advice this week? I reckon they're a good thing, they're healthy. Just um, don't always encourage them on the first date. I always say try normal sex first, just see how that goes for you. And if it's a bit stale, then you know, just gradually bring them in. I mean, what's normal sex? Just like, just positions, no toys, no shit. Just see how good you are at the game first. Do you know what I mean? Like before you start trying to add Introducing too much madness. See how good you are at the game first and then go from there. Well, I would say when you do get to that point where you're introducing the madness, um, in particularly like anything that's kind of more towards that bondage BDSM kind of like vibe something that's super important is a safe word <laughs> as people is like we might not kind of put a big emphasis on it but like for real sometimes you can be uncomfortable you can be in those kind of situations where you think you're going to be comfortable and then someone does something you're like whoa we need to wheel that back 
safe word. And make it something that's not actually going to be something you're going to use all of the time. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Pineapples yeah. is usually a good one. That is a good that's one. That's my kind of go-to. Um, monkey hammer. <laughs> monkey one. hammer that's also a great works. One. Just there's a clear cut, we're not in the zone anymore. Exactly. For me, I was always kind of embarrassed by some of the fetishes that I had. So when I was, in, when I was kind of dating early on, it was something that I wouldn't mention because I'm like, ah, I don't want a reaction. I don't yeah. Want now I'm kind of like bun that in it because I actually... I want my sex to be as dope as possible. Sorry. Sorry you're <laughs> mad. Um, my, I want my sex to be as dope as possible. So yeah. I want people to know what my fetishes are. Because if you're not about it, it's going to be rough. Right, darling. Do you know what I mean? Like, whoop, it's we're gonna good. Be rough for you. But if you are about it, we can kind of explore that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We're here to have a great time. Yeah, man. And the key thing is, yeah, be open to them. Because, you know, people are different. People like things that pleasure themselves in a different way, you know. And it's, sometimes you can learn something too. So nothing's too weird. Personally, when it comes to my sort of sexual experiences, I think where I'm coming from a work angle, where I'm quite senior, um, work is quite stressful. Yeah. When it comes to sex, I like my partner um, to dominate me. So I think I'm, I'm so submissive. interesting. Yeah, okay. So Love that. I'm like, well, I'm tired of being like sort of in charge and senior. That's like, totally understandable. Someone else can take over. So you just want kind of a break from it all and yeah. someone to tell you what to tell do. Tell me what to do. Because you being a boss bitch yeah. at work every day. Okay, That's so cool. Yeah. And then with me, it's kind of, I've kind of had a weird experience as well where like I have fetishes, but I kind of like, I'm not scared of them. I'll watch them if I'm watching porn. I kind of have things that I've said that I wanted to do to sexual partners. Like I would tie you to a chair and I would do this and I like want to blindfold someone and I have all these crazy ideas. And then when it actually comes into fruition in the bedroom, it kind of never happens. Oh, Cause I think the people that I sleep with are kind of more relaxed and they'd rather not, they kind of just would rather get straight to straight it. To so it. I think that's just kind of like the lack of experience maybe that they've had and a lack of communication that I've had in the yeah. bedroom as well. Cause then I think, oh, I don't want to like freak them out. Mm. Um, so it's all about communication, I guess, as well. I think you try. Also, I think if you're with a partner like, yeah. and you want to sort of venture, vent into the sort of fetishism kind of yeah. thing, research what fetishism is, what, no, between the two of you. there's so or three, many. Or however and many. they're not all BDSM. <laughs> no, they're not exactly. all like not crazy leather whips. Yeah, there's yeah. like little things that you can do that turn you on to spice up the bedroom. And that's kind of what I need sometimes, like yeah. a bit of a break from just normality and kind of getting into that, like a role or Completely something different. interesting to spice up your bedroom life a little bit. Why not? Hello, welcome back to Mavro Talks, Love, Sex and Relationships. Today we are talking about fetishes. Rob, don't look so scared. <laughs> Let's go around and introduce ourselves. Yeah, Rob. Kira. Adriana. Alex. Rebecca. So we're talking about fetishes today mm -hmm. and um, I'm just going to throw it out there. BDSM. Thoughts, guys. BDSM. Steph, BDSM. Do you know what it is? Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the mm, 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 like? Are you into it? Are you you don't fuck with it? What is it? No, it's like I, I I've never done it before, innit? Mm. But I understand why people do it, and in the future I probably would want to do it with the right other half, <laughs> but not for now. <laughs> So yeah, like yeah, mm, it's a, I don't know. I, I'm sort of on the fence, isn't it? Very on the fence in the middle. Rob, you look like a good Christian boy. <laughs> I've definitely experimented with it. It's not necessarily like my my thing that I jump straight into, but I enjoy it more because someone else is really into it. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. sort of turns me on more. Um, yeah, so it's definitely something I play around with. But it's not like my main main thing. A dream. <laughs> Absolutely yes. Uh, it's a big part of my life. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Can you can you delve into what that means? Um, I do it 
personally and professionally. So obviously I'm a dominatrix, so it takes up a lot of my working week. Mm. And then when I'm not working, I like to be playing too. So yeah. <laughs> Let's not skip you, Kira. Oh, oh yeah. yes. <laughs> Everything, anything, yes. Alex. For me, I'm not into the whole pain side of it. So like, I don't want to be, do you know what I mean? Like slashed, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm cool. And I'm also a bit like, touchy about delivering pain but everything else like the domination and submissive side of it mm-hmm. being tough you know all really, of that yeah, it really doesn't have it. to be about pain i think a lot of people i even get people contact me professionally and be like i'm submissive but i don't like pain and mm. it does not have to be anyway part of it i'm all for it yeah i'm all about it Rebecca. Yeah, a big yes from me um i'm super into like orgasm torture and um i would really like the idea of like being strapped down and like electrocuted. Um, <laughs> electrocuted? Yeah, that's like a massive fantasy of mine. Yeah. You gotta have serious equipment. An electric kit. And one of the things I do is we, I have one sub, we go out to dinner and there's like a, an electric butt plug and he'll be wearing it at dinner and it comes with a remote control. And if he like orders the wrong wine, and says something to piss me off, which he invariably will. It's got a hey. button, and I can just like, and it will send a shot. How like that? Is it like a little, is it like a dog like, collar? Like, you slightly pissed me off, you're really getting my tits, and you order stream wine kind of levels. Is it a bit like a dog collar, you know, like if you electrically like shock a yeah, dog? Yeah, yeah, it's like training. Not that I endorse that. But. <laughs> <laughs> you can also get like pad ones, which you put on the skin. Yeah, like, I've seen those ones that are fun. So you don't have a that like that looks like a wand, and you just like, yeah, that one. <laughs> hey. Do you enjoy the pain aspect of it though? Yeah, 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 I love that. Yeah, yeah, I think it helps with me like build towards having an orgasm. Yeah, yeah. So going very much like um, off Adrena's point, like it doesn't always need to be associated with pain. Kind of in the kink world, BDSM world, there is a lot. There are a lot of people who either prefer to be humiliated or be the humiliator. Is that anything apart from you? <laughs> <laughs> um, who have have you guys played with it at all? I like being humiliated. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about me being humiliated. I like to be. It's weird. If I'm not being tied up. Mm. I'm not about it. But if I am tired, I really like being teased. You're in the headspace, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've got to be in the right zone yeah, for that. Yeah, absolutely. The is part of the process that gets you into that headspace. And but what about you, gentlemen? Baby steps. For me, like, I do really, I prefer being submissive and, and dominated for sure. Uh, but it does depend on who I'm with. Um, like, I'm a, if I'm with like an older sort of daddy type guy, like, I'm really into the sort of dominance thing. But um, if, if I'm with like a younger guy, it's like, you know, like 19, 20. They definitely, they're not really into that. But then I do find it quite hard to be dominant and I don't, yeah, I don't really know how to sort of go about it. So, yeah. Just don't come naturally. It does, yeah. To me, that, like, no. to hurl abuse or like, yeah. it's, it, I don't know, I can't do it. No, it Especially with it, it being a woman. No, it does for me. Like, well, it's, I, it's no, no woman can dominate you. That shit, man, and that. And, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, fuck <laughs> <laughs> Not me, brother. <laughs> There's no way, fam. But yeah, I need to. Would you let like someone tie you up and like tickle you or something like that? But if they're tying you up, like, you can do anything. Like, like fabrics, just like oh, touching right, your yeah. skin and stuff like that. If it's just tickling, then yeah, but that can just. If I'm tied up, what can I do? That 
<laughs> I think that's that's where that's what the thing is though, isn't it? Like yeah. being tired is is that giving control and exactly. trust in other people. Like, I love that shit. Uh, yeah, I think people get the wrong idea sometimes that they think about being dominated and they think it's gonna be someone standing over you, like shouting you and wielding a yet whip. But like, what's not sexy theoretically about like a sexually confident woman? Because that's mm-hmm. what it really needs to be, is it? Mm-hmm. A woman who's maybe in the sexual scenario taking control of it and like leading it. And I think it's kind of how you mentioned earlier, like you set what boundaries are cool yeah. with you. So like the person dominating you or that you're being dominant too yeah, yeah, understands sure. what's like, <laughs> what's the max that we can do. Yeah, Adrina, yeah. uh, what is your experience with humiliation? Because I'm sure you have some very interesting <laughs> Yeah, stories. no, I just, I find it wild how many men love to be humiliated by women. Like it's a huge thing. Um, the pandemic from, yeah, it's very, very common. And some of it's more just in a really obvious way of like, you know, calling them a dog and stuff, which kind of does less for me. And sometimes it goes really deep psychologically, you know, and that's things like cuckolding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah cuckolding is and, and just for people who don't Whoa. know what cuckolding is. So cuckolding is when it can be in or out of relationship. Say in a relationship, you get aroused by your partner fucking other men and usually humiliating you with it, like saying that they're better than you, that they're bigger than you, like, you know, more endowed, better in bed. That they're like this alpha male and you're just this little beta bitch who doesn't... Or it can just be, yeah, getting mm-hmm. off on seeing you mm-hmm. being pleasured by someone else. And which in, I'm mad into. <laughs> in, in your profession, because obviously you, you, you do this as a profession, so I'm sure you see a large sort of variety of guys. Because I think a lot of people associate when someone sees a professional dominatrix that it's always these high-powered business guys who <clears throat> are CEOs who really like to be, you know... Uh, the the right. subs yeah. or the slaves or whatever in the scenario is that actually the case? No, I think the biggest misconception is that there's any kind of stereotype, mm-hmm. and it, I guess it even surprised me how completely diverse the range of people you get is, and I think that's particularly our generation. You know, with the internet and everything, people can now find what they want and go for it, and it's also kind of been more enabling. Like people can type what they're into online and see you know six million results and they feel normal, so they're more our generation is all more kind of um, consumer generation. So mm-hmm. if they want something, they go out and get it. There's no shame mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, it's opened up hugely. So I'll see men in their 60s. I'll see 19-year-old men. Um, I see women. I see couples. You get lots of lots of creatives, actually. Mm-hmm. I'd say if there was any stereotype, creatives tend to be more... Um, and um rob i actually just wanted to ask you as a gay man yeah. there another misconception is it and i think this is a misconception by straight people yeah. and also people of a certain generation the boomers um and anyone older that sort of the gay scene is all blokes in leather gear and dog masks and all sorts of bullshit, you know. I'm sure my granddad thinks that like, if, if you're dating a man that you just show up to dinner and feel like, you know, BDSM wear, like, how big is the fetish scene actually in the gay community? Is it as big as a lot of people I mean, think it I'm is? definitely immersed totally into the sexual gay community, like, you know, for sure. There is a big scene for fetishes, like, you know, the bondage and you know, the, you know, they have uh, what they call the harnesses, like, I don't think it's as big as people think it is because because I've never really been involved in it and I was quite involved in the community. Because mm. so. I think as well, like some, well, this, this is just from experience, some of my gay friends, they almost, 
they almost felt that when they came out as gay and, you know, they went on dating apps or whatever, that they almost had to have a kink because they were gay. Mm. Like, they were kind of like, oh, well, I, I have to be into, you know, um, leather. I have to be into PVC and all the rest of it and stuff like that. Yeah. So would you say that that kind of is a thing on, on, on Grindr or any other sort of, you know, gay yeah. dating app, boy, hoy, scruff, whatever it is, do you feel that a lot of people are kind of like, oh, I'm into leather just for really the sake of it or whatever? No, like, I think for me, the biggest fetishes that I come across in the gay community are daddy some role play. Um, that's probably the biggest thing because it's like, if you're either a twink, you're a jock or you're a daddy. Well, and then well, it's well, like, well, well. I need, yeah. I need expert, I need definitely, I can't just allow that to go For on. the general yeah. public, like, please. Twink. So like a twink would be like probably like 18 to 23, they're quite young, okay. slim toned and smooth like no body hair okay and then a Child. job a job, would be like, <laughs> a job would be like the older version that's a bit more muscled and into sports yeah probably still quite smooth and then you'll get like the daddy who's just like probably 40 plus um <laughs> and doesn't have to be in shape they can be or whatever but i feel like they're the sort of main category that i've probably experienced most of in the gay yeah. community fetish wise um yeah. I went to my first sex party about a month ago, a month and a half ago, and I found it absolutely bizarre for the first half an hour that a place that you would expect to be really seedy, you know, mm. no consent, people just grabbing each other <laughs> and fucking, everyone was so nice. Mm. Everyone was so nice. And that's why I really, really resonate with what you said. Everyone just wants to love each other. Everyone was so You see, like, for example, like, you'll be in the room, you'll see someone get really, like, and then after they're cuddling each other and it's yeah. just like so nice to see it, it was it can was I, bizarre but beautiful to see can I ask, in these sex parties do they cater for a wide range of fetishes it depends, depends where you go yeah. yeah so there's like specific yeah the yeah. party that would be more fetish based there's party mm. that's swingers based then you get like yeah one of the specific kinks and yeah, and some of them will have like the ones that I've been to. There's an area where there's like different stations. So if you want to, there's like if you want like, a station, station yeah. or yes. and there's like someone to teach you how to do that, or if you just want to go and have sex with like mattresses over there for just the sex, or there's a bit where you could be like washed by naked unicorns. <laughs> like, what party is it? Oh, is it an exclusive? Because that's no, it was, it, was a, it was an open one. It was like, oh, it was lovely. Like, yeah, on the bucket list. <laughs> but no, I think it, it really is. I, I think. Well, when I was trying to explain to my mum that I went to a sex party, she was like, oh my God, like, that sounds awful. You know, I'm sure there were loads of rapists there and whatever, you know, like she probably, she probably thought the absolute worst of it. Because let's be honest, when you watch a documentary or anything, it looks like a really seedy knocking yeah, well, shop. It does. It looks like a seedy knocking shop where there's drugs everywhere and chlamydia everywhere and whatever. <laughs> but in actual fact, you're more likely to find that in a... In a normal club, yeah. they're a lot more safe than you think. They're a lot more consensual than you think. They're a lot more regulated than you think. Um, also, in terms of sort of the BDSM and kink world, it doesn't just, it, it's not just limited to people being whipped and spanked and chained and whatever. It can go from something extreme like that to very, a, a lot more psychological. Would you say we all agree with that? It's, yeah. it's very much more psychological. Oi, oi, let's take a look what's in our toy box. Yeah, it's an interesting assortment on the table. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's a glance of like, what the mm, fuck is this? How do you like dogs? I love dogs. Good. 
And you are a woman who is a bit dominant. Quite dominant, very dominant. And you like to maybe put a man in this place? I think, yeah. Fantastic. So let's combine dogs and men. Oh, okay. With a cheeky dog collar. Oh my God. So this is, oh, sorry, there goes a ball gag. This is a Italian leather dog collar. Oh, that's so pretty. So leather, huge in the BDSM community. And literally, if you want to, I guess, get your man to be a little bit submissive, literally, just chuck that around his neck. Drag him around the bedroom on a collar. Seriously. Like Rover the dog, literally. I love this. Yeah, so literally, and this can be detached as well. If you just maybe want to put a padlock there, just to let everybody know that, that my man is mine, yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So if you want to dominate a man, you've got to get yourselves one of these dog collars. Italian leather, nice bit of choking as well. This is probably about 25 quid. I think I bought this from Uber Kinky, in fact. So that's one accessory you need if you're a dominant woman in the bedroom. I love it. Can I touch it quickly? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Really Italian nice. leather, so rub your hands all over that. Feels expensive. Girl, it is expensive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and another thing for the submissive man or the dominant woman in the bedroom, mm. it's a ball gag. Again, we're looking at Italian leather, girl. It's yes. all about that bougie shit. So we've got the ball gag here. This is just a plastic ball gag. And then you've got these little metal ringlets as well. So literally, <laughs> if you want a bit of silence in the bedroom, this is another accessory. Or if you're not really too into the ball gag, want a bit of pony play. Okay. This is a nice leather plush. It's a little bit squidgeable. And this goes in his mouth as well. Yeah, oh girl, that goes in his mouth. I love this, For even sure. beyond the bedroom. Very nice. <laughs> exactly, use it in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Had enough of them during a Sunday lunch. Just Very nice. Stuff, isn't it? You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yes, these are ultimate accessories to go along with the dog collar. If you like a submissive man and you want to be that dominant bitch oh in the bedroom. Oh my gosh, yes, yes, I love all of this. And they're pretty cheap as well, you know, for a leather goods. So all in all, uh, this as a set will probably cost you about 70 quid. So these are That's kind of around the 20 quid mark, 25 quid. And you know, they've got a lot of give. They are long lasting products, trust Seriously? me. Seriously? Yeah, you can get them from Uber Kinky or you can get them from Love Honey. You've got to get yourself one. I'm definitely getting this one first. This one's my favorite. Exactly, and then maybe move on to a ball gag. Ball gag, value for money, four. Quietness, five. Ease of use, four. Durability 5 Practicality 4 Available to purchase at Bondara, Love Honey, Ann Summers and most other sex toy manufacturers Dog Collar Value for money 3 Quietness 5 Ease of use 5 Durability 5 Practicality 4 Available to purchase at Bondara, Love Honey, Ann Summers, and most other sex toy manufacturers. Leather Bit Gag. Value for money. Four. Quietness. Five. Ease of use. Four. Durability. Five. Practicality. Four. Available to purchase at Bondara, Love Honey, Ann Summers, and most other sex toy manufacturers. This is a public service announcement. What's on the notice board this week? Hello, welcome back to Marrow Talks Love, Sex and Relationships. Just to reintroduce, we have JJ, Rob, Kira, Adrina, Hazel, Alex. So we got um, we we got a plethora of questions in, uh, but one of the <clears throat> main questions that I picked out, which I think is kind of a question that everyone wants to know the answer to. How can I get into the BDSM and kink community? I think that's kind of just like 
a general overall question. Like, what's the starter for someone who's kind of like, oh, okay, what I've listened to really intrigues me, kind of want to explore, but I don't really know where to start. What are people's suggestions for getting into sort of the kink community? I would say, I mean, I'm not, I don't really know, to be honest with you, but like, I would say, first of all, you've got to kind of accept the fact that you actually like are interested in this mm -hmm. and get to the point where you're comfortable enough with it that you actually vocalise it, because if not, you you can't get into a community that don't know you exist mm -hmm. <laughs> or that you even they want that you even no, want to be a part of that type of thing i would say probably online maybe because i don't live in the city so when you don't live in somewhere like london or manchester or something it's not you're not meeting the sort you know the sort of people that you're going to easily you know come across it i would say mm. uh, the more sort of like-minded people so i think probably online there would be some i can't even name any websites but there must be places you can go to kind of find a bit more information find out to go i'd agree with that because also it's less intimidating to start yeah. online you can do it from the safety of your bedroom without having to you know walk by yourself into a club or something mm -hmm. um fetlife.com i personally find it really difficult to navigate because it's like you know a it's forum like, it's, it's like a headphone. but lots of people do use fetlife.com obviously you can um look at all the various clubs and events and kind of their sites and things but then yeah events if you're brave um on a low-key scale there are things called munches and there are things like london fetish weekend um london alternative market places like that where people just get to, from the community will get together and meet so that's kind of a nice low-key win otherwise a fetish club if you're feeling mm. brave that's going to be a great place to immerse yourself any advice from you jay I've been to like some stores that sell stuff and like spoken to people that work there. They've given me like a lot of advice and information. How do I tell my partner that I have a fetish? Has anyone got any solid advice for someone who's kind of like, oh, I have a fetish, but you know, don't know how to speak to my partner about it. Will he, she, whatever, find it weird? To be honest, from my personal experience, like it's not really, it's never really about the partner. It's more so like about me. Like with my foot fetish, the majority of my relationship didn't even know that I even had one. Cause it was like, I was too worried about their opinion of me. Mm -hmm. But if I would have told them, it wouldn't have been that deep. Mm -hmm. I personally like, even if I wasn't into that fetish, if someone tells me they have a fetish, I find it really arousing like and that they're willing to own it and say, mm. and I think that's like really attractive quality. So if someone came to me and said they had a foot fetish, even if that wasn't my thing, I'd be like, damn, that's cool. One thing, like, do it, tell them, but don't, don't force it on them. Mm. If it is something that makes them feel uncomfortable, never try and force them to be involved. And obviously you can talk about it and you can see where they would be willing in some way, but never try and... There's nothing worse than someone who's doing something yeah. just for your yeah. pleasure. Yeah. And it, may, it kind of yeah. can sometimes, like, traumatise them. Or, yeah, it, or I think it's definitely how extreme the fetish is. Well. Like, with the water sports we are talking about and stuff, I... If someone just plain right out came out and said to me, Can you pee on me? I'd be a bit like, Whoa. So I think kind of dabble with it first, like kind of drop little hints or something, and you know, say, like, Oh, I was having this chat before, like, how do you feel about it? And I think that's why the, having that communication before you're even intimate with each other helps. Like, because I completely agree with you, you shouldn't be forcing your fetish onto somebody, but at the yeah. same time, if I have that, I don't want to be in a relationship where I can't Let's explore that. Generally speaking, I think you can just, if you're at a point where you're willing to be intimate with somebody, you should also be willing to tell them like who you really are. Yeah. 
And if yeah. you're not comfortable with this person, then I think that kind of tells you about your situation. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, if you want to get involved with any of the discussions, you can follow us on all our social media platforms. At Mavro Talks. Mavro. Mavro.